0: Because my name is Bozo, I was destined to be a clown But when I joined the traveling circus, I didn't think that it would bring me down It'd Make me angry like a sniper in a tower And every Saturday, I take off my nose and say.
1: Wasted Clown Podcast. I am Ellis Hall, and I'm Ellis Hall, and we are the Wasted Clowns. You guys are so gay. How dare you listen to our podcast? You guys are pathetic, and we're on a very special episode. Yeah, it's like seasons greetings. Uh, I can't keep this up. Anyway, yeah, it's not me. It's I mean, it's not Ellis. It's me, Mike Lawrence, computer animation intern. In the Merchant Studios, Middlesbrough, and I am joined once again by the great Reese, the only fan. hello, the only
0: fan. Who is a game design student, which is never mentioned often.
1: And LSU is isn't here. Why are you not here, S I don't know. See, I think he's sleeping. Yeah, he's asleep. He's actually in this room right now, asleep in the corner. So like a cat. Yep. And once again, it's just me and Reese. Reese filling in because um, my co-host is.
0: I'm like the cream in your puff
1: pastry. Yes, filling. He's like the special guest um, host who's in that... I'm trying to think of a good example. What's a good thing where some one random person takes over somebody? Seinfeld? Yeah, like that episode where Seinfeld wasn't in it and that random wacky guy was in it instead.
0: The housemate Kramer?
1: Yeah, Kramer. Did Kramer just do a whole episode? No, he just sort of jumped in the door. There's got to be a show, right, where something like that happened. There was like... An episode of Frasier where we talk about Niles. Yeah, this is the episode where it's about Niles. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, wow. over my face. So anyway, we're going to continue our talk. A continuum of random shit. Yeah, and before Indeed. and unfortunately, Petros, who made a cameo in the last episode, isn't here, but he might stop on by again for another joyous occasion. So what we're we going to talk about today? I haven't got any notes this time. Um, I
0: think we should talk about Harry Potter. We touched upon that last time. Oh,
1: okay. And quite
0: frankly, the Harry Potter series is an abomination needs to be burned. I, I, I usually refrain from burning books, but that that glorious tome could burn for a while.
1: Worse than Twilight? It's better than Twilight because it actually has a better story structure. Okay. Twilight so we, has no story structure, well apart from the first one. So are we gonna talk about the Harry Potter movies or books or franchise or franchise and movies, I think. Okay, alright. So anyway, like, Reese's ideas, if I was to ask this question to Ellis, alright, you be Ellis, I'm gonna go, Hey Ellis, what should we talk about today? I don't know. Oh. Well, are you getting any ideas? Anything happened to you that's interesting? I'm just looking at steam. And that's why he's amazing, but unfortunately he's not here at the we're moment. We're not
0: bitter, we, we, we're yeah. his friends, so we not can better. we can say
1: these things, we're his friends. I think, like, maybe there'll be, like, piles of emails being like, Where is Ellis? The show isn't the same without Ellis. Well, we're trying to replicate everything else yeah. we say. It's like he's here. Yeah, he
0: goes quiet. He says we're gay every now and then, and uh...
1: he says a lot of insight. Though we don't have that. Oh, okay. well, we say insight, but it's not the same as his insight. Huh. Like in the religious episode, he had a really genuinely interesting moment where it's like his soul was speaking. Like if he reached out into that cold exterior, and I feel shrunk, like referring
0: to South Park, things. but I will be. Uh, I think that in Asian fans,
1: what, what's, what's that? Oh, what, the the guy that Asians have no souls. Yeah, my... Sh- oh, oh, right. <laughs> That's how Fox said it, not me. Oh, dear. Anyway, so back to Harry Potter. So, what do you want to cover with the Harry Potter movies? Hermione's Heine, covered in stuff. Is she legal yet? Yes. Good. Yeah. So we can Google her. Actually,
0: that's very disturbing when you think about it. It's just... It's the whole Ocean twins thing, you know? Kirsten Dunn, and,
1: she was, like, young on film. Yeah, but... In but, Jumanji. And now she's, like, Mary Jane. Yeah,
0: but my, but my point being is, everyone was all, like... Are uh, the Aussie twins legal yet? In a very perverse way. And it's just like. Are they? Yeah, they are, but my point. Yay! Being, my point being Party is,
1: time! I will hit you.
0: My point being is. What kind of fucked up pedophilic kind of way was there? Pedophilic, I'm using. Pedophilic? It. Pedophilic. Pedophiliac. No, pedophiliac. That's a, that's a super villain. Pronoun. Pedophiliac is coming.
1: I will steal your children.
0: <laughs> and just them with my pedo ring. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> my pedo ring? I don't know. We Whole series. Yeah. uses a pedometer to get around. There we go. But
1: anyway. Um, yeah, so... um, yeah, It's just creepy. The whole... Amiley is she legal? Or oh, that whole thing of just—it's just, just a whole actresses. thing of
0: actors becoming legal, as if to say, "I'm gonna take their photo in the bathroom with me later,"
1: <laughs> or just Google it and pleasure myself under my keyboard. Either, That's not that anybody's done that. Um, so yeah, Hermione, she's legal or not—it doesn't really matter anymore. Actually, you know the um, the girl in the Who um, in the uh how oh, is it the Grinch movie, the Jim Carrey Grinch movie? Um, the little little Cindy Who, <laughs> yeah. there's actually a clip on YouTube of her flashing her breasts to a crowd of people. and But she, she isn't that age anymore. She's like 17, 18, something like that now. That's
0: still pretty screwed up, though, to think
1: as a child. It's pretty weird, thing. yeah. Cindy Who. She's showing her Who's. Flashing them. Her Who's.
0: She doesn't churs. know what to
1: do. Yeah, Who's.
0: Uh, by the way, getting back on subject. Harry Potter. Harry Pooter.
1: You're a wizard, Harry.
0: Harry! What's, what's your opinion of the whole Harry Potter magic and... What not in there. In, in oh, this.
1: the magic's okay. I don't really have an opinion on the magic. The magic was... I mean, they say a little, like, Expelliarmus! And then they, they, some weird thing appears. I don't like it. You don't like it? Why don't you like it? I have no. no reason to hate it.
0: Well, I, I like um, many traditional forms of magic from other mythologies. Hmm. Usually, you're using, in essence, a power of yourself. Yeah. And with this, you drain yourself like stamina. Eventually, you use too much, you'll black out or die. Now, with Harry Potter... All you need to do is say a word and wave a wand. It's unlimited. It never runs out. There's no point to it. It's mm. like you'll never get tired of it. Fireball, 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 fireable. I use a million fireballs.
1: It's too easy. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, with Twilight, they ruined the rules. They dumbed like, it down. Um, but yeah.
0: the thing is, you got all that lovely stuff there, the whole Merlin done. mythology, you got the whole, um, uh, you know, kind of, the King-Off side of things, but besides that, you, you've also got all kinds of cool, magic-esque stuff from,
1: like, you know, most kind of, um, stuff established by fantasy games, genres and whatnot. I remember I once sat and thought of a backstory for Harry Potter's world, randomly, when I had some free time, some and I was guy got like... got
0: stoned and wrote yeah, it. I want Alan Moore to write Harry
1: Potter, oh that's oh yeah. how it'd get good. Harry! Oh, wait. Harry was a bad wizard, and he sucked, and he lived a miserable life alone! the end. And then, when his wife tried to help him, he smacked her in the face
0: because I'm a sexist. He ate some Christmas
1: pudding, it was very nice, lovely, Oh. And Voldemort
0: just wanted to save the world, and not last uh, going to kill him. Alan
1: Moore, the, um, the guy of Watchmen, the, um, the guy who wrote it, yeah. Yes. We
0: like to put on a very thick kind of accent there, it's the because over the top he kind of speaks that way. What a lot of he
1: would love does look devilin'. like a crazy He's wizard, so it counts. Rorschach is very Rorschach. Walk down the road. And... Okay, you can stop now. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> what talking down about? The road. Have you heard <laughs> that on YouTube? He does like the um. On, there's a clip on YouTube of him reading. I know, I know, I know. F- and it's like that Rorschach was very angry, the boiled and blood.
0: Do you know what I hear about the movie? Yeah. No. We're watching the movie compared to watching in the comic.
1: What?
0: He was eating Heinz beans in the comic. That's very British. Oh. Yeah, in the movie, no Heinz beans. The what beans. the hell?
1: Oh. Oh, yeah, I, we used to joke about this. Wouldn't it wouldn't have been cool, like you know, Stanley cameos in like Spider-Man movies. Wouldn't have been great. It's more uh, well, I, the thing is,
0: we've always stuff. It's always decrepit. You got like hookers, druggies and whatnot. No, like a hooker in... on
1: the street. <laughs> hey, will you not to buy some sex from me?
0: I kind of just imagine him there, just as a crack junkie, just kind of there, <laughs> oh, form be it good. over
1: himself, going like, oh. He wouldn't be like, Well <laughs> <laughs> oh. He'd be like, just coming in a sock, <laughs> in the background, my <laughs> Rorschach walks down the street. Be enough, that would work. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I'll do some Rorschach dialogue, and you just, <laughs> when you feel the moment, it's like, Rorschach's journal. Walking down the street, the streets are filled with some horrible <laughs> moss. I look around and there are prostitutes everywhere.
0: I... Oh, you come to my back.
1: <laughs> the streets are horrible.
0: Oh, I'm thrown up
1: now. <laughs> 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 and that could have been in the movie. Yeah. Even like a face-front true believer. You can do it, Rorschach! No, it's too positive. That isn't no, Alan yeah, Moore's is message. Alan Moore's like message is everything shit,
0: but there's still the underlining good in people. That's basically Alan Moore's stuff.
1: Show us the knickers! <laughs> like, he's shouting that during the part where they're fucking, like, Niall and Laurie. It's like, um. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. that's that's too straightforward. For Alan Moore, he'd be in the closet watching them just
1: go. yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is yes. very beautiful, yes. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> So, yeah, he could have played Hagrid in Harry Potter, right? Yeah, he could. For <laughs> a wizard Harry!
0: So, this counts towards the Harry Potter competition. Yeah, bringing
1: it back, bringing it back. But anyway, um, Harry Potter. I don't
0: like the way they use magic in there. All the magic seems too childish, too yeah. silly. But it's a children's movie, so I can understand that. Um, I'm into. When I was a child, I watched more sort of family oriented. Not, when I say family, I mean you, I know, mean PG. At least then, like Indiana Jones. I wish I was a kid.
1: Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Probably still wasn't gets, aimed though.
1: at me. It's still good, and it's timeless, and it's for everyone. I'm sure some of the people would argue that the Harry Potter movies are timeless. No, Why? I have no, no. idea. It, but
0: it's just the thing is, it dumbs itself down for its audience. They know kids are going to watch it, so they dumb it down. But do they also need to do that stuff? I mean, uh, some when I was a kid, some stuff I watched didn't dumb itself down. They kept they had some actual dilemmas there, like death, and mm. all this and that, and, you know, generally, you just got the full processes, uh, processes out there quicker, and, you know, you got to think about these deep things, yet, now, these days, it's just like, flimsy Whimsy walk down the road, and flimsy Whimsy fell over, flimsy Whimsy's gonna be a good person from now on, and it's just... It's
1: <laughs> That's Harry Potter, and flimsy whimsy
0: Compared to, say, I don't know, Star Wars... Um, oh,
1: don't no Star Wars the, is the, not the favorite the writing. Star Wars will be for another episode. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean me and others touched on it a little. But um I mean I don't mind the Harry Potter series. I think it's okay.
0: Uh, look, it's okay, but
1: it's, it's harmless. I mean it's I mean, to it, me it's, it, silly, it's not as bad as Stephen Myers' version it, yeah. of Empire.
0: But still I, I don't know if you like this world. Well. I mean it's just it's too childish. When the dark things happen it's like they just change it all and so let's go dark. Hmm. And it's just so pointless and so stupid. It's just okay. It's just it's no point to it. It's just like it would be weird if this happened. And they took it, it? It's just okay. Yeah, stairs the, move.
1: They do feel like she made up a lot as she went along. Like, oh, yeah. what would be interesting? Stairs moving. Stairs what would be moving, interesting? Man. A forest full of deadly. Oh, things. and there's ghosts in the school, and yeah, just you know, and, and there's a random it. three-headed cat in the school too, and yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, it's and funny. the whole Voldemort thing and all that it's just drawn out for ages. The moving stair thing was bad, though. Like they put that in the first one, it felt like in all the other movies it felt like something that nobody wanted to have visualized yeah, anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, it would just awkwardly be in every scene, like you know, like the characters would just be like, "Well, off to school," <laughs> you know, like they would just fall <laughs> off and die. <laughs> Yeah. it's so dangerous, you shouldn't have that crap in like a school. Well, if you want to talk about <laughs> Hogwarts, and the no practices practice, as a, you mm. know,
0: school, university where yeah, they are, it's the, worst. it's the worst one ever I mean, quite frankly, it's like, if you walk around after dark, there's a possibility you'll die and it's just like, what the
1: fuck?
0: Yeah, I don't need to go to the bathroom oh no, I got killed by a giant ogre <laughs>
1: yeah, like, damn it
0: Okay, and then they act... argue that the ogre was released and it was on the loose but still, they, they do sort of say don't leave your dorms. You could die.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's just silly. I mean, like the, and the and forest then they, as
0: well. The deadly forest next oh, door. And in the but the, the thing is, is,
1: in the fourth movie, and like the reference of fucking Twilight cast from last episode, like Edward Cullen, um, Robert Pattinson is in it, and he dies, and everyone's so surprised. Which to me, when I saw that, I'm just like, yeah, lots of people are gonna die in this school. It's fucking dangerous. Like, it's every movie proves like all these horrible. Like, if there was, like, a health inspector or something come to Hogwarts, he would shut it down. There's, well, like, I mean, no they, they could work. have possibly put a lot
0: of magic in there to have safety nets. Literally, a safety net for the stairs. You fall off, you're now in a floaty vortex thing. So, easily enough done with their made-up crappy logic, but it's just the whole school thing and the whole muggles thing. Yeah, and the, yeah muggles. You know, it's just so stupid that they split off the two worlds.
1: Two yeah. different worlds.
0: you got got magic and you got that. Yeah and when you combine the two it's nothing. It's just oh they elongate hallways or they got a bus that shrinks and goes really fast and invisible. I wonder how many cats are
1: in right Elder. Oh yeah the yeah, every movie had yeah, the the purple like triple decker bus that yeah, yeah. gets thin and stuff.
0: Ellen John's
1: bus. Oh yeah, Ellen John's bus. So he That's what he actually around yeah. him. I mean I always felt like... Because he fits
0: such a big thing into such a small hole. <laughs> oh
1: no. <laughs> yes I um okay. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I always felt like they'd be better as a period piece in, like, an olden time, because in the first movie, Voldemort, it shows Voldemort coming to kill the parents. I think it's, like, very, like, silhouettes, and you only see the bottom half of the body or whatever, but he walks past a car, a DVD player, a TV, with a fucking magic wand! What the hell is that? That does, those, a magic wand and a guy in a cloak walking past modern technology, just, I don't think they work uh, together. You
0: you saw that movie, um, the one with um, Nicholas Cage... And Cage can do anything. He oh, uh,
1: you mean the Sorcerer's Apprentice? Yes,
0: that that was done so I well. I liked it. I mean, w- uh, what would be the New Day Wizard's hat? A fedora! I like that! That was yeah. cool! Nobody and, else and liked that movie, boots. though, man. The boots as well. I am so using a sort of flat shoe as well, and. I mean, and and what is the wizard's robe of today? A trench coat. I loved it. That was such a cool idea. Yeah,
1: and that well, that's what when I saw that, I'm like, hey, they used that thing because when I was thinking of the backstory of Harry Potter, I thought Merlin, like maybe it's tied into that. Maybe Merlin started a school and then over years it took off and it, he kept it away from the common folk because, you know, the King Arthur or whatever wronged him. So he, so you know, like maybe some separate backstory. If, you know, if J.K. Rowling ever gave it any thought, and then they kind of used. Something along those lines, like a Merlin tie with Nicholas gaze like I am, I am a sorcerer, and you're my apprentice. <laughs> like that's cool, you yeah.
0: know. kills me, deep down. Well That there's so many cool things out there that could be turned into a TV show or a movie, uh, based on magic.
1: I mean, you I know. mean, actually, before we move on, isn't that weird that that movie is based on the Mickey Mouse short yeah. from Fantasia? Isn't that? Tr- I didn't put that well, together until halfway through. From...
0: is based on a ride, yeah, true. which was originally going to be a monkey eye in the movie, from what I guess. Oh, yeah. Point which plot. I would rather Amazing. see, actually. Yeah. Imagine, you just get the voice of Guybrush to dub over anyone.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, Orlando Bloom or something like that. You yeah, get Orlando
0: Bloom, but you dub over him with just uh, the guy, the guy rush, his voice, and there yeah. you
1: go. I mean, like, Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom's character were pretty much guybrush split into two people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the wackiness mixed with the uh, normal rationalism. Yeah. But what, what were we talking, you were going somewhere, yes, movies based on things, go.
0: Well, the thing is, you got the Forgotten Realms series, the uh, D&D yes. type stuff. Many good games out there and so forth. Baldur's Gate. One of the most beloved series of RPG games. Probably the best westernized RPG ever. Mm. Now the point is, or d d in general. Just many campaigns out there. Really cool stuff. You don't get these stuff becoming movies. You don't get... You have that old d d movie, but it's done shitly. Mm. But the thing is, you don't get this kind of cool stuff made into movies. Yet, you'll get stuff like Harry Potter, or some random shovel movie. Shelved out there for little kiddies that no one gives a credit because no one's going to take a risk. No. But do you know what I really hate?
1: Also sequels and Lovecraft.
0: If anyone's ever heard of Lovecraft, Lovecraft, he is a novelist from back in the 1940s, 70s, no. something like that. Point is, um, he was a uh, New New England American who basically made He's a granddaddy of horror. Basically, if you've ever heard of Cthulhu, he made that.
1: Yeah, Cthulhu, as parodied in South Park recently. Describe Cthulhu for anybody who hasn't heard of it.
0: A big, slobbish-looking, fat, squid-faced, more obese, bat-winged monster from the sea. He's got bat wings? Yeah, he's got bat wings. He doesn't use them, though. Uh Anyway, the point is, he's supposed to be a monstrosity from the sea. Lovecraft was so fascinated by the sea. He was terrified of the sea. So he made most of these creatures, these monsters, based on sea creatures. He's you... a granddaddy of horror. From him came most horror things.
1: I'm, some I people... mean, it, the, that was the thing like, Cthulhu was a god they of like, people worshipped. And no, he was thought, an alien. I was an alien.
0: And that was pretty out there for his time. <laughs> he was the first one to pretty much cover that kind of stuff. It came from space. You, you see, he was a atheist. Um, a religion, atheist. space. He storm. was
1: an atheist. Space. Yeah, well, he was an
0: atheist, mm-hmm. so he saw, saw religion as a kind of controlling method. Not saying anything to anyone is religious, I like just, just... Scientology! Just, this is just all fiction here. Yeah. But anyway,
1: point like Scientology is, Scientology, religion
0: alien, um, comes to our planet from back in three times. It died a long time ago. Um, Cthulhu himself was imprisoned in Relay, a sort of island um, yeah. that kept him alive at the same time. Made him slumber for many years until the stars were aligned so he could be released, but someone had to open his tomb. So he's in these psychic energy wave mind rays, he sort of influences uh, the masses, and there's a coat. Screwed up coats that will eventually free him and so forth. But the um, Lovecraft stories are all horror stories with unique things, such as um, there's Herbert West's Reanimator, where a
1: guy makes a serum. Which resurrects dead bodies. Which was a movie where they kind of messed things up a little. But it's funny. It's a very funny movie. It's a really, really good. And the actor, I forget his name, was oh, so great. good. He... Such a memorable performance.
0: Yeah. He was in Dunwich Horror as well as um, some doctor. He, he was a kind of
1: bones doctor. Oh, really? He was oh, kind that's of like awesome.
0: a damaged man, I'm a doctor. Oh, that's thing. funny.
1: He In um, the Transformers Prime cartoon, he voices very bones like Ratchet. Oh, no, that
0: wasn't Dunwich Horror. That was um,
1: The Crawling Terror. And then there was um, Demetra. You know, he
0: was uh, this
1: kind of monster. In, in the Avengers cartoon, he plays the leader, which I thought was amazing, and it's basically the reanimator voice as well. That's so oh, cool! Yeah. yeah,
0: great, great guy. And yeah. he was
1: the scarecrow in um, the se- the the re you know tra- um, Batman the Animated Series when they brought it back with a new style of animation. Oh, he I was can the hear scarecrow it. in yeah, I can that. Yeah. It now.
0: Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah. <laughs> But he's such a great actor, and the, and
0: the Herbert West reanimated stuff is really good. It's corny. Speed movie ish, but yeah. Yeah, for those times they go. But the Lovecraft stuff is terrifying horror. And um you all should look up the HP Podcraft dot com. Oh, uh, much podcraft. better than this crap. It's it's really good. Yeah, it's really And really these slight. two guys, uh Chad Lackey, I think, and Chris Pfeiffer? or Chad Pfeiffer I can't remember sorry my bad but point is look look them up um, they got a really good podcasts they basically do readings of his work and they uh, they go over it. it's really good stuff. some really good stories out there kind of horror stuff. Stephen King was influenced by Lovecraft.
1: Yeah, I think as we go on, basically what they do is they review a show, and then in minutes that they have a voice actor who reads passages from the book in a sort of creepy kind of...
0: With ing- music cues.
1: Yeah, English voice... Yeah, and like, and I remember you saying you wanted me and Ellis to do it like that. Too much work, eh? Yeah. yeah, it's just that kind of thing would take so long to do, but... Hey, maybe after I finish uni, I'll do it for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you become the editor, I'll be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Make this sound amazing. Hey, if a mic out for
0: university, work, portfolio, and all that stuff. Oh,
1: Definitely. Podcast, got an interviews block. I do a podcast with my friend. I've never actually said it in an interview yet, but I don't know, maybe in time.
0: Hey, who knows? But uh, you know, the early episodes always the crapper ones, and the later ones will be
1: good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the later ones will be good. Keep listening. <laughs> yeah,
0: but anyway, so yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll stop going about Lovecraft. But, no, 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 no. Oh, I no think my, we my point should, with Lovecraft was, um, oh, what's his face again? Who made Hellboy?
1: Oh, uh, Del Toro. Del Toro wanted yes. to make the, the, director the director of Hellboy, not yeah, yeah. the creator of Hellboy. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry.
0: He wanted to make the Mountain of Madness. It was a story by H.P. Lovecraft. It's a horror. F- it's a horror story about these people that go to a mountain and they find these ancient frozen monsters which were being worshipped as gods. And they pretty much they are a bunch of cultists that worship these and monsters as well floating around these. And uh, basically, it's just these people go up there and they're trying to escape and so forth after this discovery. It would, a, and the thing about Lovecraft stuff is psychological horror. Yeah. So it's all about people going crazy, people going mad, people coming to the astonishing realization that everything's meaningless, and how. <laughs> Sounds like my life! <laughs> <laughs> and how eventually they just go mad and insane.
1: Do and they usually, record a
0: podcast. Well, usually, mostly yeah. of these stories are. It's already happened, and they're referring back to it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's and from a... usually they die towards the end. Well, the Reanimator one, I didn't read it, but I oh, heard the yes. episode of Lovecraft. There's a guy
0: they, you know, basically uh, retelling the whole thing. Yeah, happened. his
1: assistant. Which, in the movie, they made him his jockey friend who was into girls or whatever. But, you oh, the funny
0: thing about Lovecraft stuff, um, he, he doesn't use female characters often. No. He usually does the whole buddy thing. Is
1: there any, like, yeah, well, maybe... So no, himself, it's like, no, a no.
0: I, well, the way uh, Chris Mackey okay. and Chad Pfeiffer uh, poet is uh possibly he, because, you know, he, the way he lived and whatnot, and he was pretty, uh, a pretty sort of quiet person, that um, he didn't really have too many friends and whatnot, and he kind of wanted that kind of friendship, but then they found out he did actually have friends, and they kind of like, yeah, um, whatever, he had a wife, so there you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: he had a wife, he's not gay, not gay.
0: But uh, it, w- it wouldn't be a problem if he was. He was a racist. A big bloody racist. <laughs> and he was... Oh, and since he was Southern American, New England person, is very mm. pro cousin loving.
1: Oh, he would have to. Wow, really? Yes. So, what? This was
0: a different time period. That's what you have to understand. What did so, he write about the this in the press
1: is, or something? Not press.
0: This is just him. He has stories. He's written over hundred stories, oh. and some of them very racist, and some of them very covenant, cousin loving. Yeah, the mayor
1: brings back his cousin. And and... He actually
0: wrote a story about necrophiliac.
1: Oh, wow! He
0: raped corpses, but um, so they wouldn't publish it apparently.
1: <laughs> well he was really outside the box for the How time really I mean was. they wouldn't do that now either
0: but you know so, they got scared of you know publishing his stuff yeah,
1: after that one necrophilia the crazy notion.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like, he, he was very racist uh, he, he didn't Lovecraft re- my friend people.
1: Lovecraft love man you just got stuck with the next. Let,
0: let, let, let me just get to the Lovecraft you the racism thing he, he, HP, he, was, he was very racist but <laughs> to be fair that, that was a time period that's what people were like back then you know it's, it's, it's a social norm so, and, um, but, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's something that he's approved now, definitely. And, uh, you know, by all means, it shouldn't be approved. <laughs> yeah, he but, sounded like, unfortunately. No, <laughs> no, like, no, no! I want no. to go back! No, 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 not racist whatsoever. My point being is, most of his stories does have that sort of racist tendency, even to the point where he has a story about the fish people, Dagon and whatnot. Yeah. And there's a kind of oh my god, there's these fish people of their temples, and they still live. They have a different culture from us in different ways. Oh, and he's like, kind of has that... Do like thing. Shelton
1: Heston. You're like,
0: oh my... God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. These
1: fish people wander
0: the sea with their different ways. <laughs> and I like, you maniacs. Also, has this other kind of story about Eskimos. And I remember Chad Pfeiffer and them just doing the joke where it's like, those Eskimos live. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, point is, uh, yeah, good stuff. They good. They got a good podcast and H.P. Lovecraft, great stuff. And uh, Del Toro was going to make uh, a Mount of Madness movie. But they got turned down because, um... Universal took a big risk with Scott Pilgrim. Didn't make a lot of money, but so they didn't want to give oh, yeah. um, Del Toro the full 18, you know, mark for his movie. Yeah, I mean, 18. The thing is that Lovecraft kind of movie needs an 18 reign. If, if you, the thing is, every Lovecraft adaptation of a movie. Has compromised so much that it ruins where it is.
1: Yeah. And... You need to make Del it dark. Del Toro and green doesn't want to compromise.
0: He would rather make it the fucked up thing it is. Yeah. The thing is, if you get one Lovecraft movie out there done properly, and Del Toro would, at that point, everything, every other Lovecraft story can be written and can be done, and you'll have such a rich, great horror scene. He's a good now. one to
1: do. I mean, like, he's almost like the new Tim Burton. He's better than. He does Tim Burton better than Tim Burton. Like, his visual style is so cool. And he's not shoving Johnny Depp into everything and, like, selling out. Like, well, he to the has mainstream. a lot of
0: Lovecraft influences and all this mm. stuff. And, um,. I mean, it's just uh, Hellboy.
1: Um, yeah, I mean... Well, Hellboy amazing. without
0: being Del
1: you know, Toro stuff, obviously, I mean, but... Um, yeah, the visual stuff. I mean, he did yeah, Pan's yeah. Labyrinth, which is very yeah. messed up. I haven't seen it. Well, I mean, uh, it,
0: Pan's but... Labyrinth, the general look and general feel of it, uh, yeah. that's generally what some Lovecraft stuff tends out to be, you know, which is kind of um, this kind of screwed up, and something's not quite right kind of situation. I would love to see it. There's a. I mean, there's many good stuff. I mean, I, I just name some names of some of the stories that I've heard, um, okay, go for it. and which I recommend uh, you, um, listeners here, to look up. Um, yes. The color, uh, the color out of space. Very good. There's What's a that about? Oh, Is a color from space?
1: From a meteor. <laughs> no shit. I didn't get that from the title. This
0: color. Cannot be seen by our eyes, it's some. It's an unfathomable colour, and basically it sort of sucks the life out of everything, it's living, right. and it's on a farm. Now this farmer's wife goes eventually crazy from it, okay. gets locked in a ba- locked an attic, oh. and she's gone crazy banging around. The, one of the sons go missing, another son ends up down a well or something, becomes this kind of feral monster, and the uh, farmer eventually starts getting sapped and drained, and... Uh, th- there was a... I can't remember who the uh, other guy was, but he comes along and he's one telling the story. He goes to the house and he's checking up every now and then. The cattle is dying and everything and all, everything's going up. But um, then at the end, towards the end, um, he goes in the house and the, the farmer is, like, near enough dead. And he turns into powder in front of him. Yeah. And um, then they're running away from this colour eventually, I think it disappears back into space or something, but the, the point was it's supposed to be like an alien entity. It's a very good story. And then you had okay. other things like uh, Cool Air, which is based around a guy who goes to a, uh, there's a movie based on this, where it's a woman instead, but right. um, a guy goes to a house, um, in very cheap lodging, and he's a writer, I think, and um, eventually he gets a heart attack. He's crawling up the stairs, because he has a doctor upstairs, but he can never see this doctor. But anyway, he's in Malata, he goes upstairs, falls on the ground. The doctor falls him in. Now, the doctor fixes him up, and he's fine. But the doctor has a rare sickness, where he needs to stay cool. So, he kills himself all the time. But it turns out, the guy's been keeping himself alive for like hundreds of years. Because yeah. he's invented his new technology uh, to keep himself alive, preserved. Okay. So he needs Some to stay cool down. Eventually, his machine screws up. And he's like, go get me ice, go get me ice. So, you know, the guy who's been in system at this time, goes to get him ice, and then he comes back, but there's nothing to be done. The guy's melting away. Eventually he covers himself in bandages. People are being freaked out by seeing his face and running away, but you never, the, the guy never describes his face, because he never gets to see it. Other people see it, and they're shocked and run away. And then eventually he, um, at the end, there's just like a giant man puddle uh, of just flesh uh, and all sorts. If the
1: guy is, um, I mean, it, he, he doesn't a...
0: even describe it at the end. And it turns is out, out like... the guy,
1: the guy yeah. who had
0: the heart attack died that day. And he's being preserved in the same way. Oh, right. And
1: that's the whole twist of that story. Oh, the assistant? Yeah. So, also, oh, the assistant's also well, being the assistant kept alive.
0: A, yeah, well, he didn't know that. Oh, and, so he, he just came he in owned.
1: randomly. Oh, okay.
0: And the assistant is. So that's like the reanimator, thing. isn't it? It's, well, in it's some tough ways, from it's, the yeah. assistant's perspective. And reanimator is a sort of uh, mid-war period piece where. Um,
1: Herbert West.
0: Herbert West has a serum to bring people back to life, um, but it doesn't really work. It turns them into these kind of mad zombies. But yeah. what Again,
1: what, check out the movie. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, this, the movie comes across as... A, <clears and> this <throat> is done before Romero, done before the rage-running
0: zombies, but, yeah, um, the funny thing about this... Yeah. The, the serum. Um, the It was meant as a comedy piece when Lovecraft Rowix wrote for a magazine.
1: Yeah.
0: And... When he injected, uh, that's that's why there's that line in every time he gets it wrong. They turn to zombies till they come back to life, and he's just like maybe the bodies weren't fresh enough. That's the line he says every time. And uh, basically, the, um, the 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 narrator is the the assistant. So he follows them around. They go to war times. He's inject. He keeps trying to bring people back, and eventually, he- love corpses in the war. to bring back. He eventually um, injects one guy. Yeah, but uh, whose head's... Had been severed, but it turns out, he repeats some words. The the assistant sees this uh, corpse repeat some words. It says, "Get away from me, you tow faced fool or whatever." So pretty much, you know, Herbert West killed him. Oh. And this headless guy disappears eventually and it's the one without the head, so he disappears. And um, Herbert West is just injecting arms and body parts now. He doesn't give a crap anymore. He's just injecting anything, because, you know, he doesn't care. He's just throwing in eight parts. And eventually, he sets himself up in some bunker or something, I can't remember now. And pretty much, one day, he gets a package. Because Herbert West can watch his backwards time, just waiting for his, his skipped experiments to return and get him. Yeah. He gets a package one day, and he just burns it just thinking, it's probably that head. But mm. um, he had a secret passage behind him where he put all the corpses. But they break it down, and it's every single one of the abominations he made. And they all come out and grab him, and I think they rip his head off. And then they rip him to pieces. Yeah, they're rip they rip him to pieces, and they walk away, whilst the narrator just sort of stands there. And Herbert West did this entirely in silence. Uh, you know, he got ripped to pieces of silence, didn't scream. And the narrator just sort of he's watched, and he it. so kind of went crazy, and he's just like, this is down here. No one will believe me if I tell them. And that's pretty much the end of the story. And it's a really interesting piece. It sounds good. The cork was basically based around... an artifact was found. And uh, the, 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 the narrator is basically, his he's, he's, uh, grandfather died. Um, and... He apparently, I uh, bumped into some, uh, uh, some Norse fishermen types and it just sort of had a heart attack. So he goes to his estate, finds a box, he reads up about all this research about uh, an artifact and all the, these things. He does his own little research and finds out there's a cult of Cthulhu. Cthulhu is real. There's a sailor that died because of this and whatnot. Many sailors died. Um, and pretty much the whole point of the story is he's. Father, his grandfather found or who I think it was his grandfather anyway, um, found this information and that put his life in jeopardy and then he was shot, killed afterwards and now he's found the information so this guy thinks he's going to die soon so he puts his
1: information in the box with the rest
0: hmm. and the point is you reading it as the reader are now in danger because you read it and that's the interesting thing about nice. the story. So,
1: like, he invented the ring concept? Or, well, like, the videotape? You watch it, and then... You well, react.
0: it's not really that. It's really more... There's a cult. You've read something. They... You now know the information. They're gonna come uh, and get you.
1: How'd they know?
0: Well, uh, because you would've gone around and looked around. Or maybe they just... Oh, spying. you
1: acted suspicious. He's... He's suspicious... Kill him! But I think we've talked about
0: Lovecraft l- more than enough now, haven't we? So oh,
1: I, I think everyone will love the craft of how you talked about it.
0: I wonder how him uh, <laughs> and his <laughs> wife got on. Was he like, I'll show
1: you my Lovecraft, baby? Yeah. Oh. HP. It's HP this source. Is this HP sauce. Yeah, in, in your everywhere. face. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, terrible. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, um, actually, speaking of, well, the reanimated series, they, they changed a lot from the book. Now... Movies, when they take material, they tend to change things a little. Yeah. What are your feelings about that?
0: Personally, I think as a medium, you should. Because a book, game, yeah. and movie are all different mediums. A book, you read it, you imagine how it would be. A yeah, game. Yeah, a book
1: is in- its own yeah, entity. Even if you translate it into a movie it's going to be original and different yeah. when now are you you can, you can interpret exactly how it is in the book and it will be completely a new experience i know i know, know. reading the book cuz books tend to be written from a character's perspective like essentially like Reanimator was written from the you know, insistent. But in the movie we're just watching exactly. the two characters, it's completely different. I don't know, I agree, agree. Something like Twilight might be but, but, interesting you <laughs> know, yeah. written from a book. Probably. Perhaps.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's written in such a way. Lovecraft writes in quite an interesting style, so oh, that's definitely. why it's interesting to read. And
1: I, I I'm a big fan that the how I've read the first Harry Potter book and the books are a lot better than the movies. It's just there's something more intimate about reading about it than seeing it. Of course, of course.
0: But do you know how I see it? Yeah. So, books, you imagine it, because you imagine from what the... the And you also you look at the dialogue being written there, sort of how the non-Euclidean wars on their high spires and so forth, and you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool the way it's sort of phrased. And that's books. So you focus on the words and imagination. Now, with a game, you see the cutscenes and the story, but you're playing it at the same time, so you got that extra piece there. And then you... With a movie, you just watch it. Now, the thing is, games... I think a game adapted into a movie should copy the game fully but you have freedom in the way you do the camera angles, the shots and also there's the gameplay moments where you could totally redo that because you wouldn't have to show the gameplay moments you would put your own take on the action scene, See, like, and there you go. I, th- I honestly would be in That like, the Resident Evil movies—they would have been good if they were about the fucking Resident Evil series, I agree, it's about but that
1: one woman. I wouldn't like to just watch the first game reinterpreted. Well, if have exactly yes, you never Resident played the game? If you never played the game, no. But at the same time, then if you watch the movie, you have no reason to play a game. It kills the original in a sense. It, it takes. But, a- I, okay, I mean, yeah, it's interactive. You should keep
0: but... the you should keep the essence though. Yeah, and the thing is, I Resident mean, Evil movies find a way do to not
1: keep it... the bloody essence. I mean, find a way to make it stand on its. Sun Hill it something keeps original, the but...
0: sort of feel of it, but do not keep the overall narrative of it.
1: Well, Sun Hill, I just felt like all they should have done is taken a random character, put them in the Sun Hill from the games, and there you go, plot.
0: Yeah, done something like do that. It. Do you know
1: what They did. They reinvented one the French
0: bloody guy yeah. barely played the game, saw the mist and so others. Like, I like this. It was supposed to be mist. He made it what? soot from factories or something, uh, or a volcano? Yeah. It was or what the, the
1: hell? Yeah, wasn't it? No, it was it was the, yeah, she the, the a furnace. Yeah, was a hell or
0: something.
1: No, it wasn't that cool. It was like the soot from the fi- the mill. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: what else was that? The period Header showed up for no reason at all.
1: Like he does in the games now, right? Yeah, so well, only because
0: anyway. they're done by Americans. Yeah. The first four games done by Japanese. And uh, the way the Japanese did it, it was psychological horror. Now, the first one was basically about um, a pagan god worshipping. And this is what the basic thing was. The uh, girl was being possessed by the evil dark pagan god, and she split into two—a younger version of herself, her purity—and yes. that went to an orphanage by accident. Now Harry and his wife went ahead and adopted the child. Harry they went off, and they raised a child. The child talk about Silent Hill. His wife died since then, so um, sh- he goes back to the city because like this is my daughter. She's still like this. I want to find what's going on. And he crashes. His daughter goes missing, and he's like, "Where the hell is she?" There's weird little monsters, little and knives. And I guess it's his perception You're on. Like, what the hell's going on? Where's yeah. my daughter? Uh, there's all kinds of screwed up things and monsters and little midgety things and knives, which I think is a perception on, uh, you know, you know. The thing is, but something here, all the monsters are based on a perception of the character's psyche. Now, with this, I think you know, it's children obviously they're easily lose on. But anyway, uh, the whole point was um, Harry Mason goes around a lot in this weird, screwed up, cursed, pagan town.
1: Yeah. Now, now, do you remember what Harry Mason in the movie did, as played by Sean Bean?
0: Nothing. Fuck all. Yeah, he went
1: to the movie, looked around the town, and, and then went back. home. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, let me get to the point of Silent Hill 1. Silent Hill 1 mm-hmm. basically was there to just be... Uh, well, I mean, he went around with all stuff, pagan god, and eventually he just, the essence of the, the purity of his daughter went back into the original version. They merge to one, and she is supposed to give birth to their elder pig Now, with this, Harry disrupts the ritual, and a rebirth, purity, kind of separation thing happens again. There's a baby, he takes it and goes away. Yeah. Now, he raises that as his own daughter, and the cultists are dead, except for one, the daughter, Dahlia, I think her name was. Now, that that ended. Number two was nothing to do with that. It was a guy called Harry Mason. Now, he's like... Oh. Uh, no, no. The second one was about James. James something actually. James. James yeah, yeah. James Sunderland, uh, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Now, the thing is, his basically, wife. his wife is dead. He got a letter from his dead yeah. wife about Silent Hill, where their honeymoon was. So he went back there. He doesn't know why he's back there. He just goes back there. He just feels he needs to. It. But what the underlying thing is, by <laughs> the way, spoilers. His wife, he killed her. Suffocated her with a pillow it's an because old game. she was dying from a disease. Now, since he suffocated her with a pillow, he. He's gone a bit mad, of course, you know, his wife died, he killed her with Pillow as a sort of, um, mercy killing, because she wanted to die. He was kind of pent up with rage and sexual lust, because he, you know, his wife, he couldn't do anything, and the nurses he saw in the hospital just came off to him as faceless woman with... Breasts and legs. And some. Other, that's why you get monsters who are nurses. And at the same time, um, the Psyche is imprinted with a leg monster with another leg monster because, you know, that's sexual frustration. And Pyramid Head is supposed to be a representation of himself, this murderous thing with sexual lust. And that's what it's supposed to be. And uh, they refer to it as the judge of the city. And that's why it's got a much red head. Something in the in movie? No no, oh, no, 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 in, in the, the games, games. games. The games, of course. So they, they get. So all they the did city. tie it
1: into the city. So you and they, say, yeah, so, so they tie, into where the where si- they tie it into the it.
0: city. But that's originally from James Psyche. Yeah. And it, I think it was imprinted on the beam I think. But anyway, the point is, there you go. That was that. They had the monsters based around his Psyche. There you go. And it ends pretty much with him killing, him, killing himself. Um,
1: or actually, there's a few
0: endings, so yeah, all of them the one I ended end. up getting was he killed himself. Or there's the rebirth <laughs> version where he tries to use the pagan rituals to resurrect his wife or it's whatever. It's like when
1: I played Heavy Rain and all the characters died at the end of it, and I was so like, you, God yeah, damn it, I killed them all.
0: They all died! Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's number two. Number three, it's back to number one. The daughter, Heather, Heather grew up. Mm. She's the main character. And all the Silent Hill stuff happens. Basically, that Daria, or whatever her name was, the last cultist, is trying to grab her and do the ritual, finally. Now, um, she's trying to get away, and so she goes to see her dad. Her dad's been murdered, Harry Mason from the first one. Now, with this, she goes back to Sun Hill, she wants revenge. But, the whole point is, she's going to be possessed by this pagan god. And it will force her to rebirth this kind of devil god, pagan god thing. Now, the thing is, the bad ending, she gets possessed. The good ending... Well, she basically aborts it in a very strange, throw-uppy way, and then stamps on it. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's
1: it. Doesn't it turn to a giant monster that you fight? Yeah, I
0: think so, I can't remember. It was like
1: the end boss big baby thing. Yeah,
0: it was, wasn't it? abortion the game yeah, and then number 4 had nothing to do with anything <laughs> just a random thing but they tied Sun Hill into it and it's done by the original developers and there you go those are all the good Sun Hill games then the number room, 5 yeah. was just random shit where they chucked Pyramid Head in it for no reason because it's done by American developers they gave it to American developers and they're just like we're not going to look at the source material oh, wait, we're they... just going to fuck it up Did they the not... homecoming it's
1: I, shit I thought they put Pyramid Head they... thought... did they not nope, put Pyramid Head no Pyramid Head, head to... has
0: been in nothing else apart from number 2 and then Pyramid Head started repeating he wasn't in free American 4? nope he only appeared oh. in the American versions, because Americans are stupid, like, people like Silent Hill too, right? And that's why he has a little fan wank every now and then, because he appears saying, hello, and disappears. Mm, and,
1: and, he's and he's in the movies. And he's in the
0: movies, because the French baguette-eaten bastard was just like, you know what? I, I like this game. I saw that thing. People like that. I put it together. And it's just like, no, you didn't do your research. Do you know what the movie is? The devil possessed a little girl, and the little little girl got burned because um, this woman, the Dario woman, got jealous and burned the little girl because she was beautiful. And because she was burned, she was like, made a deal with the devil. And then because the deal, the devil was like, oh, I want to make a deal. And we're like, okay. And then everyone got killed because the little girl and the devil made a deal. And that's it. And they How changed. simplistic and lazy is that?
1: They also made the uh, main character instead of Harry. was Oh, the they made wife. the
0: wife. And even though the wife's supposed to be dead.
1: Because the mother is the oh, more important person the, of yes, the tour. I, I saw
0: the background. Parents and... I saw behind the scenes. Yeah, he we, just basically say, "Oh, you see the relation between mother and daughter is much greater than father and daughter," and that's bullshit. But it cuts and out the, the, the father who's like, yeah. lost everything, and all he has left is his daughter, Dynamics and he's desperately trying cool. to get that daughter back. That's more. That's better than the whole a, mother and daughter There was a cool shit. like
1: um, sexual tension or whatever between the cop King character and the, cop, maybe, yeah. and the cops in this version, the movie, but. There's, you know, obviously. There's, well, there's uh, no uh,
0: lesbian love triangle. Yeah, there, nothing.
1: But, yeah. No lesbian. At least if you do it, put some lesbian stuff in there. There's a lot of it's a lot of girl power moments in the movie too. Like there's a lot of like women on screen. And it's like look, we're strong and we can survive this. Town, this is
0: where the translation I hate about the movie. They just got everything wrong. Didn't do their research, and that's why I hate. And that's why I say I would like to see just the transition of the game onto yeah, the but to be fair like, keeping all the original stuff
1: it's not a bad movie Resident Evil
0: is a bad movie yeah
1: like Resident Evil totally messed it up they ignored
0: entirely and sank and it you they, could say Silent yeah.
1: Hill is at least watchable and you it, can it, it visually is it visually fine. it's a cool, good representation of the game visually at least
0: yeah that's
1: something it's a step right the Uh Resident but Evil, still uh, you know, Resident Evil is awful yeah, and uh those a, it's. Except let's... for Wesker, he was amazing in the fourth movie. <laughs> Wesker is the coolest character in any movie ever just because he's so stupid. I know. I throw I know. my sunglasses at the, the screen. The thing is,
0: they just copied the like, Resident Evil without connecting them up properly or without even doing their research on the reason why these monsters yeah. why were there. It's stupid. But let's not get into to Resident Evil. There's too much to talk about there. Oh, I'm sure we'll that could be a whole episode. Another thing. But, um, we can yeah, 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 but my point being is, like, books adapted to movies as well. They're usually ignored and things are chucked in, such as you know what? Let's put the love triangle in there, or you know, put some love interest there. Okay, let's have a girl moment in there, even though it wasn't there originally in the book. Now all that stuff I mentioned with the game, same thing with the book. And unfortunately, not doing a direct translation ruins it. But then again, I guess Lord of the Rings can do a direct translation with the little bard that apparently was very annoying mm. and the constant walking, and they condensed it.
1: But still, they kept the essence of the book. Yeah, everything in that book is represented in some way in those movies. Like that's what makes it so interesting. As opposed to George Lucas, who didn't even represent his original trilogy. Oh, let's not get into Star Wars.
0: It was a collective process that made the original three. And then George Lucas was like, it's my thing. And then he went ahead and just was like, I want it to be all this stuff. Here's the idea guy. He didn't know much. Look at Red Little Media's review.
1: It'll tell you something you need watch other things because why are you listening to this go watch this other stuff I want to touch on the Spider-Man movies, because I'm looking forward to the remake. Oh, yeah. With Andrew Garfield. Spider-Man, dark, it looks good. But I hated the original trilogy because of one person, Toby Maguire, who has no place. He's the puppy dog character. Yeah, he should be the nerdy friend in every movie, but not the main character. He's not Peter Parker. Well, the thing is, Spider-Man is supposed to be a witty
0: yeah. character. He's supposed to be the nerd character, but at the same time. But he uses He's humor. supposed to be well-spoken and witty, and he throws his dialogue. He's out. got low self-esteem, and he uses. Neil as a yeah, yeah. Much. He
1: uses humor as a way to overcompensate, to you know, for his shortcomings. That's the character. Tony Maguire is just shortcoming and doesn't have humor. he's crap. Th-
0: he's a sad puppy character. He's just like, oh, oh, oh hello. A picture oh, from oh, school no. paper. He just like kept the Frog. Yeah, I know. Oh no, but yeah, yeah the, the, p- the thing is, he's just quiet. He's like, wow yeah, oh. But I see what Sam Raimi did, he was just like, oh, let's throw in the Every man geek guy there so people can relate to it, oh, which man. is the cheapest way of relating. The thing is, you can relate to someone if they're having a problem that you can relate to, such as, um you can't, you got a secret, you can't tell it, or this kind of stuff. I mean, that stuff works, but... They really messed
1: up those they mess movies, up. So, especially with the third one where they had a billion different, like, oh, th- yeah. villains... And you know, like, the Sandman, who they tried oh, to make sympathetic. They made Venom, who Andy they Brock. tried to make sympathetic.
0: Eddie Brock has just cast wrong. Uh, the the great Harry
1: Osborne who they tried to make... Why do they have to make all uh, these wh- villains oh, sympathetic? Wh-
0: the third one... Let's not even get into it too much, but... The third one... Why did they pray to God to kill Spider-Man? That was just a stupid, retarded yeah. scene.
1: Yeah, well, There's I so think... Re- it that's from down the, down the street. comics, in, in a chaos. way. I think he... He doesn't say... Yeah, is, but the thing is, it so campy It was so campy
0: I think yeah. it's Peter Parker. But he should be hitting Spider-Man, not Peter Parker. One of them it was but, one. He yeah, does one in the comics, My, my point being is, you can do you know, it so well. Just make him go to the church and be, like, banging on, like, the ground away whatever, it going, I've lost everything. Ah, whatever. He's trying to get the rain. That's where he's in uh, there. Yeah. And he's not really praying. The, the Eddie Brock character isn't the type that would pray. Well, Eddie Brock was more of a man than yeah, exactly, Topher Graves,
1: who exactly. played but, but, but in. The and thing the Eric from the 70s. But the thing is, you have like,
0: God would you please kill Peter Parker? He's like, what the hell? You did the sort of Transformers this way, <laughs> that's not type the, the, of the grace. characters very randomly just there to do the slapstick stupid humor. It's too easy. It's stupid.
1: Not much thought's put into it. God.
0: Yeah.
1: You man Please, yeah. God. I'm high. Pretty <laughs> much. It's really, that's the best of Come on, God. Donna won't go out with me otherwise.
0: Well, anyway, that's Spider-Man, yes. But yeah. let's get back to my point.
1: Oh, yes. My point... Are
0: we talk about Harry Potter again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're okay, right. yes. Very much my point. With all that stuff I mentioned about books and so forth and how it's translated, they need to keep the essence. They need to do their research. They need to make sure they, they stay true to what it's said. Spider-Man didn't have a voice if you ignore the cartoons and everything. But if you look at the cartoons and all the games and every induction since, Spider-Man has a specific way of speaking, and a certain voice. And Stan Lee yeah. from the Marvel cartoons, he pretty much had a... You know, he directed that shit. He was just like, oh, not not directed, director. I mean, in the sense of, you know, he was there, walking around in the background. Uh, yeah. actually, all nicely seen now, saying, Oi, you, that's wrong, that's
1: right. True believer, a true hero can do things, Spider-Man, goodbye. Face front. Anyway, point Apart is... Apart from if Alan Moore was like, <laughs> like You're not Spider-Man! Spider-Man, Spider-Man! I Spider-Man I'm, of Spider-Man. Oh, I'm going off the U.T.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Point is... Yes. So you should keep it original, do your research, and so forth. Unfortunately, a lot of game movies don't. A lot of Unfortunately, a lot of sequel to games made by American companies I mean... They
1: don't pay attention to the Japanese It's stadium. It's always a They're always trying to reach out to the mainstream. Fire
0: in 5? Guess what going to be? Um, uh, 6 I mean. Or eight, whatever it is, that's Silent Hill. Do you know what it's about now? What? It's a co-op sandbox game about uh... a prisoner being transferred. Ha!
1: <laughs> oh Jesus. What? Exactly.
0: And you know Silent Hill Five: Homecoming. Yeah. Was even in Silent Hill. It was a town being taken over by Silent Hill for no
1: reason. Well, Silent Hill comes to other towns. Wasn't the room though? Silent Hill taking over a room. Oh well, it's the because it's
0: because it was someone from Silent Hill originally, and at the same time, um, it was really more of. Uh, a, there's a Port West thing, and it wasn't re- originally designed to be a cycle. Yeah, game, they kind of it tacked kind of it, it on later on. And you can see it, because of that. And there's a murderer from Silent Hill, and that's the whole theme there with that one. But the thing is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to have a continuity running in your series, but do your research so you don't stick it up.
1: Well, it's like, it's always about, they're always trying to make this apply to everybody, but it really, it's just apply to the, the fans. Like, why bother? Well, you know, I mean, other people will come, but... Well,
0: there's a saying, there's a saying. Why make things... I mean, Bill Tiller. Um, he's a guy I've been looking into recently for background art. Yeah. As uh, so I'm looking at my art for my my distastion this year, and he did all the Monkey Island art, backgrounds or not, from number three upwards. Well, three I think he did four, but no point is. He, I read uh, some of these guidelines that he put up once on the website, and he said, most of all, make it, make your product great, make it what you want it to be. And there you go. It's a risk. Put out there. Do not make it because. You've heard that other things out there are doing well, and you should be doing this. Make it to the best of your ability and what you know is right. So, it's basically saying. do about
1: make it to let make loads of money? Pretty much, yeah, um, he's pretty things. much
0: saying don't make it to make money. Make it to make it the best product. That's the, that's his point. But what if and the I, best I,
1: product I, doesn't get you loads of money?
0: I don't give a shit about money. If I cared about money, I would have gone to. I would have been a lawyer. Yeah, true. I'm not, on, I'm not trying to get into the game industry the street to do this stuff. I honestly just want to make something create. worthwhile to actually, basically, I guess, give my life some meaning in some ways, you know? Yeah,
1: honestly, it's great to create stuff, it's great, and that, it, that's what makes it fun to do. It's all about, like, you're making something with characters, and you're making a world that you've envisioned, and it's great, you get to tell your own stories, that's what's fun. I mean, yes, the money's nice, but still, although I just sold out and got a job, so, like I guess I I don't do this podcast for the money, Reese. The thousands I get paid to do this. Well, oh, to be
0: fair, you got that job on your own merit because you worked hard. The money was a benefit of it, and you yeah. need the money to survive. So there you go. I'm not saying working for free would be anything, but you know, if it came down to me next year, if I had to work for free, I would. I honestly offer up working for free for most um, industry-based jobs. I I don't mind at all working for free because. It, it, well, quite frankly, it made me more appealing than most other candidates so and
1: secu- uh, at, at, at the same time, it shows my dedication. Yeah, you work free, you're doing this for free. If you would like to hire Reese to work for you for free, email us to clown at live.co.uk. Uh, uh, I don't want to get in on my own merit on the... Uh, well, you, you, can, you don't want to ride in on the podcast success. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I don't, to, I don't want to get on the podcast success. I know, you don't want to leap off this massive platform to get in the industry. I won't let you. I want you to get on your own. You can't use my thousands of fans to <laughs> get...
0: <laughs> Thank you. Probably two people have listened to this yeah. and stopped
1: listening to it afterwards. <laughs> wait it. Oh, we're running out of time. Is there anything? But you'd Harry like to Potter. Say? Our point going yes. back
0: to Harry Potter is Before we we're not out. sure about how it's translation translating from the books. If I haven't really uh, read it. I've read but I, I, I I've heard from Ellis a lot that um, yeah. the books are a lot better. But then again, this leaves you up to your imagination, and someone has to imagine all the things in Harry Potter the movie. But the thing is, it I must be the writing or the direction. I don't know, but. Harry Potter to me is just—it's childish. I don't like it. It's—it's just—it doesn't when it tries to deal with the big themes, the 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 main issues, it kind of just does it haphazardly. It Doesn't really try too hard. It just kind of—it's like there's a bad thing. Let's not think about it too much. Run away. And I
1: don't know. I just—I just don't think it's good writing. I feel like you just described the podcast there. That's pretty much a good review of this yeah, it, wasted yeah, clown I guess podcast. Maybe, but they went along, one might say. <laughs> but we didn't put that. We just turn a mic on when we record. We didn't. That's, that's my opinion. We're not Terry JK Paul. Rowling. I don't like we didn't write it down.
0: And I'm not the one who send out books and movies and getting lots of money. So maybe I'm entirely Yet. wrong. Yeah. But she's and got loads I, of money. I don't think my opinions sense. are the right ones. I just think they're my opinions. This is what I believe. So I hope no one gets offended by any of my opinions. Mm, I
1: don't know. And the emails will be flooding in. I don't think you'll be able to ride this to get into the industry. I think that you might have to use real work and, and So put a
0: webcam on, take clothes off, that kind yeah, of thing. That's yeah, that's how you get oh, in. Okay, okay,
1: This has been wasted clown with me, Mike Lawrence. and once again filling in for Alice, who's not here this week, Reese, the only fan.
0: Yes, the only fan because you refuse to go on about all the sexual scandals.
1: Yes. Yeah, they keep you know the lawsuits. Because uh. um, you
0: know what Ellis is at the moment? Well, don't tell them. Okay, uh, I'm just saying he's not at certain corners trying to get extra money. <laughs> As a joke, of course, not really. His name is Ellis Ho, though, which is kind of ironic.
1: Yeah. Oh dear, I hope he doesn't listen to this, he'll be mad. He won't
0: listen, that's the funny thing about this. Yeah, he
1: never listens to any of these. He might, he might put these on just to be like, what did those fuckheads record while I was away?
0: No, no, he won't. He honestly did say, like, I don't care, I'm just doing this because I'm bored. (laughs) (laughs) Waste! Waste!
1: Waste!
0: Waste, waste. Waste, waste. 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 It sucks to be a clown,
1: yeah it sucks to be a clown, should've never been a clown,
0: cause it sucks to be a clown. You've been listening to the Wasted Clown Podcast with Mike Lawrence and Ellis Ho, featuring the song Bozo's Lament, performed and written by Jonathan Carlton, www.JonathanCarlton.com. Email us at WastedClown at Live.co.uk. If for some reason you give a shit, go to Mike's blog at MikeFYP.blogspot.com or Twitter by searching for Mike underscore D underscore Lawrence.